Hello, everyone. On this week's episode of the 365 Message Center Show, we have updates for you in Viva Learning. We are getting more than double free courses in LinkedIn Learning. Custom list templates are going to include power automate flows as well. Mm, isn't that great? And OneDrive is getting a little bit of an uplift. We're going to have color changes, fonts, and navigation. Wait a minute. Change? This week is sponsored by Cloud Ally. IT admin, last year's budget report was shared with the entire team. Someone must have deleted it. Your ticket, if you choose to accept it, is to search and recover the lost file and recover it cross-site to another tenant. Come on, that's impossible. Use Cloud Ally. What the? Cloud Ally backed up all your SharePoint online and OneDrive data, your entire document library and lists. That's amazing. Got it. It has flexible recovery options, so you can do a non-destructive restore or replace restore from any point in time. Awesome. Cloud Ally protects all your Microsoft 365 data with secure cloud-to-cloud -cloud Amazon S3 backup with unlimited retention. Start your free 14-day trial and never face data loss again. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Daniel, for that intro. Absolutely, a lot, lot of fun, especially the outtakes that will not make it into the, the live role. You, you don't know, people, what I have to put up with um, when, when doing this show, but here's what you can do. You can follow us on Twitter. And the reason why I'm saying this is we Who's have some Twitter really, now? we oh, right. really want to do some fun stuff with you. Not just fun, but educational uh, we got some big plans. We mentioned it last week. We we have more. We do have more plans for this show, but we kind of need to increase our followers on Twitter. Uh, so if you could do that, if everyone who actually watches and listens does that, then we'll be golden. So go on out there and uh, do that for us. That would be wonderful. Daniel, Daniel, can I ask? Should we be asking them to follow us on Threads now? No, um, at three six five MCS on all the social medias that matter threads doesn't um so make sure that. that uh you do that uh we we would love to do that and make sure you go ahead and subscribe if you're not subscribing to us here uh in youtube and as well as on that um audio podcast platform where you wherever you're listening for audio podcast listeners make sure you do that as well give us a thumbs up on this video so everybody else can find us daryl mm. how are you sir are disappointed oh yeah like we we missed the rush we, we could have been one of the brands on t threads along with everyone else and getting our thread on uh who cares no one's there well <laughs> except how many <laughs> oh yeah that well are we going to get into this because it, it only people are there because they have an instagram account you basically were forced into it it was like here click this button isn't it great and then now you can't delete it you have to delete your whole Instagram account to well, delete I, your threads I, I, account. I heard that. I heard that. I just so, we've got a three six five message center Instagram account, haven't we? In, indeed, we do. So go follow us at three six five in C us. All right. Well, yeah. How am I? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, apart from that, 
<laughs> Great. Moving right along, should we get into that first message? Because we should definitely get into it. And I, I want to hear about these changes to OneDrive. Well, you can, you can from me because it's my message. OneDrive color, font, navigation changes in OneDrive for Web MC six two six five seven two. We chose this to be our headline for today because it's kind of significant. Yeah. Um, in, in fact, so significant, I'll go full screen and we'll take a look at what this thing looks like to begin with. Um, is this a single message image? It is a single image. Boom. Full screen that. I, I want to I wanna show us so we can just take a closer look, Daniel, because it's... Is this actually going to trend? <laughs> yeah. Hey, so we go full screen, and it's not really that full screen-ish. It would work on my Windows machine. Oh, it's got nothing to do with Windows. It's got to do with the varying <laughs> sizes of screenshots that our friends in the message sure. center. Anyway, I'll go back to that other view because it was actually bigger. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, well, what are, we, what are we looking at, people, for our um, unironically saying audio listeners? Um, <laughs> we've, we've got a, a, a previously, or OneDrive Today. We're, we're familiar with OneDrive Today, aren't we, Daniel? It's, mm-hmm. It is our um, view of home files shared, et cetera, down the side, colorful, colorful squares and alphabet soup of all the teams and team sites that we have not given logos for. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> middle of the screen, we've got files that we can filter down and have a look at. Okay, so we're very familiar with that. Um, but rollout, or after this rollout, OneDrive is going to have um, a gray app bar to start with, which I did ask, Daniel, and I know you saw this. Mm-hmm. Does this mean that the M365 suite bar, which if we themed it for our organization and put it in our primary color for our organization, yep. much to the delight of our brand um, brand people, that we won't have that in OneDrive anymore. Let's park that question. What do you think? I, well, what do I think, mm. I'm going to answer it. What I think is, I think if you have set a custom, it's going to reflect the custom. I think this is just default color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what sure. I think, okay. but... We'll, we'll confirm that. We'll confirm yeah, that. We'll see. Um, but what is kind of cool is um, we've got a new add new button, which is going mm. to be present wherever we are in OneDrive, whether we're visiting mm. our shared files, our favorites, even the recycle bin. We could use the add new button and create a new file. Although I wonder if it would create the new file in the recycle bin. That would be strange. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And... Yeah, just some some changes around how those files will look a bit. Um, they call it they've got like a, a gray background, when kind of really what it is is just you still have this white space which is where the files are listed, and the background is the gray around everywhere else. Um, what else have we got in this message? We've got yeah, there's the add new button. Mm-hmm. Upload. All right. So using the same add and new button, you can upload a file, upload a folder, as well as create the new files. So that's nice and consistent. And then, wowzers. Oh, lastly, 
you can collapse mm. that uh, left hand rail so that if you wanted to just give more attention to the file itself or the list of files, then you could do so. Uh, I know it's it's. I think it's significant. It, it's it's not like it's going to change people's ways of working massively, but it just gives a bit more focus on on the content that you're after. I agree with that, and and I think this, along with you know the changes that we're going to get with folder colors and and other changes that we already know about that we're getting, I, I think it's going to it's just a bit bit of a an uplift, like a just a visual some tweaks on there to um, make it its own. Um, and, and it'll be interesting to see if there's any additional ones that come along that coincide with some of the branding that we're going to get in SharePoint mm. and how is, you know, are we going to be able to do some things in OneDrive? I don't know, I, but it would be interesting if, if that's the case. So, um, so yeah. Uh, honestly, I haven't used this or tried to use it in OneDrive, but do we have a favorites column today? Cause that also seems to be something new in the image and it's the screenshot shows that someone has just added a favorite. Um, no, hmm. but we're supposed to be getting it. Yeah. So yeah, favoriting, favoriting hmm. a file or a document. So you'll be able to find it easier and you'll have because I have favorites, but I think it's because it is I'm on um, preview, but maybe not. I, mm. That's and this is the trouble—not trouble, but where we have these conversations all the time. It's like, do I have this because I'm on preview, or mm. do I have it because it's already released to everyone? I I thought favorites was released to everyone, but yeah, yeah, feels familiar. Mm -hmm. Targeted release will receive this in mid July. So next week, <laughs> yep. middle of this week, end of this week, standard release uh, rolling up by the end of July through to late August. And some users Indeed. may see this feature before others in your organization. So there you go, Daniel. It's one of those things that will roll out as an individual experience. Well, let's yeah, yeah. Uh, move on to the next message. What have we got? Okay. Well, let's keep it in OneDrive. Is that all right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. We have OneDrive Sync Account Detection, MC626577. And this kind of sounds like it's a, oh, we're going to detect what you're doing and we're going to, <laughs> um, whether it's going to sync or not. Uh, it's kind of like that. But basically, when you set up OneDrive to sync your company files, right? M365 files. But if you add, also, if you add a personal... Microsoft account, like MSA, right? Account to Windows, which you can. You can add multiple accounts so it um, applications know about those accounts. If you do that, but you haven't set up OneDrive for it, but you set it up for your business uh, files, your organization files, then OneDrive will prompt you and say, hey, don't you, uh, would you want to sync your personal files as well? So this is uh, rolling out um, this summer, um, and really for insiders, it's early June. So you already have it. Uh, and the standard releases early August through late August. So this is one of those where it's not changing functionality. Really. It's just make, you know, there's going to be a prompt for that. Mm. Do you think Daryl, are you offended by this? <laughs> offended by it? 
Yeah. Um, only that, like, if if um, if you don't want people to be using personal accounts with with um, Windows, and you just want business, there are ways to block it. Um, you know, mm. down the bottom here too, there, there's ways to prevent this prompt. So if if you're wanting the business machine to be used for business purposes, um, take all the usual measures. Mm. Right. If, if if you don't want people syncing personal files, then don't let them log, add their personal login to Windows. Yeah. I mean, you know, because they're going to be able to do that. Once they do that, then OneDrive, I mean, it it doesn't, it feels like more this is a, more of like, I'm not going to say marketing, but it's, mm. it's, it's not a major thing for me because I feel like if you're blocking personal accounts, then you're not going to see this prompt anyway. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Um, It did raise a question and we don't have to get into it too much, Mm. but, but you know, one of the reasons that people do add their windows account to rather their personal account to windows is because they like to synchronize various things. Mm. Um, to, to sure. do that apart from apart from OneDrive. So can we do that today with a business account? Can we synchronize those same settings for business purposes across different machines? I feel like the answer is yes, hmm. but I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I'm willing to admit uh, my knowledge does not include the answer to your question. Ah, oh, so disappointed. Yes, I know. Oh, anyway. But you know what would really be a key for me is getting updates about when you would do such things uh, with documents. Right. If I had documented this recently, given Mm -hmm. that you're one of my key contacts in my organization, you might see such document, uh, key, (laughs) key document updates as highlights in the profile card, MC628160. Firstly, what is the profile card? It is the card that you get when you hover over someone in, let's say, Outlook, for example, and you pause there for a bit, shows you a little bit of information, keep pausing, up comes the full card. You can scroll up and down and check out all sorts of things, contact information, LinkedIn profiles, if if that's turned on. And one of those things is also files that you might have been working on, Um, but they don't show a lot of information apart from the name and the and the file that was modified. And so in this update, um, that's one profile card. The other one you can click in various other places in Outlook, and it will expand out from the right-hand side and give you a whole lot more information. Or it'll hover the whole modal window, I think. Yeah, that would be a good way to describe it. And you can go through tabs of various things. So key document updates uh, is going to show, um, again, files that you might have been working on, but it'll show different kinds of activity. Now, the fun part about this message, Daniel, is um, a couple of things. One, um, there were a few examples, uh, or a example in the screenshot. And you, you got to look at this screenshot, people. When you see this message, this is not reflection of exactly what it will look like. You're not going to get hope this. Not. Wow. Um, three column two left sidebar version of all the documents that have been updated this is actually a mosaic can i call Mm. it that a nice mosaic of all the possible um activities that you might get um notified about 
Babak has updated the highlights plan. Babak has made multiple updates to the plan. Um, he's also uh, mentioned you in the plan. Uh, he may have commented on the plan or replied to you or your comment in the plan. And he may have also shared this plan. So a few different scenarios about how you might be uh, updated. Those are the key updates. And what we see is in this example with the, the screenshot is uh, a small card format or the longer card format, which um, if you gathered what I was talking about beforehand, you might hover over and see this thin column kind of card, or you can click and see that modal window and it will give you a uh, longer horizontal version of that. Interesting thing, Daniel, the longer horizontal version of this key update uh, gives you a button that's a bit more visible. Well, I guess they both do that. One's a button, one's a link. Mm -hmm. But yeah. go to the comment, go to the reply, open the file. Uh, it'll take you directly there. Now, is this something that you have found useful when you happen to glance at one of your contacts cards in your organization? No. I mean, okay. and it doesn't mean that it won't. Mm. It's just up till now, obviously this hasn't been there, but the the reason why I go to a, prof, a profile card of someone is not, it's usually to find a phone number, mm. like a mobile number if I want to call or text, or I go to organization to see where they fit inside of the organization. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't go to the profile card to see what they've been doing. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, won't be included because now if I'm able to do that, then, Hey, what, what's been going on? And, uh, or I remember Sally shared something with me. I don't, remember where it is well i can mm. find her and go where's the That's you know it. show yeah. uh, i think that would be very useful mm. yeah yeah i, I um that the small scenarios that that i might use this are yeah that if i am looking for contact details and i just happen to notice before i give them a call huh you're working on this and it's something of interest to me then i could mention that but I usually find these kinds of insights or key updates when I go to somewhere like the M365 homepage or yeah, yeah other places. But I, I find the profile card and this is, you know, I think they're going to continue to improve on it. But one thing I don't like of the profile card is you got to find it, which means you have to go find an email that they sent you, mm. or you got to go into teams and start find a chat where they are or find a ch where they've talked in a channel or, you know, it just feels like there's not a, I don't know. It's just not a, at my fingertips to find somebody really quickly. Right. right. I have to go through some steps to, even if I know you can search for people, I know this, it's just, I don't want to have to do, I don't know. It just, mm. it feels like it's not as easy and there should be a, a easy way to get to people's profiles if this is what's going to happen we're going to continue getting awesome features uh down the road great then let's get to it faster um mm. I don't know. you know one other thing that this message um goes to a bit of an effort to to explain is that mm. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> if you don't have access to the thing that may present here, like a key update, Daryl's recently been working on, um, I don't know, one-on-one -on -one review times um, roster. You're not going to see it if you don't have access to it. That's really a key thing. Uh, and going further than that, if your organization wants to even turn off or, or fine tune a bit of the insights that would appear here among other places, there's a couple of links at the bottom, which uh, you could go through and yeah, turn that off. So you don't, you don't share that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Indeed. Preventing oversharing. Right. Uh, next up, next up. Yes. Uh, where's my list? You got a translation? You got a. Well. Come on. How are you going to transition? A transition? Yeah. Oh, like the segue? I've got to yeah. cut this one clip, don't I? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't, man. I mean, this, this oh. one's more like, no, duh. Tell me about it. What is it? Fine. Twitter web part display in SharePoint MC630306. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention and you've been using Twitter, or if you don't use Twitter at all, you, maybe you don't know this, but uh, Twitter has made some changes to their what's called their API. So basically the way you would programmatically connect to Twitter and not allowing public access, meaning unauthenticated access to content in Twitter. Uh, we won't debate whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. Okay, uh, what we will talk about is the impact of the Twitter web part in SharePoint. Um, you will see limited functionality, if any functionality, in the Twitter web part uh, in SharePoint because it's unauthenticated, right? When you add the Twitter web part to a page in SharePoint, you know, you're not logging in with an account or anything like that. You're saying, I want to see this account's update. You're not, you know, logging in or anything with it. So um, this update, I don't think is very, it seems, uh, it's not definitive enough to me, for me. Users may experience limited functionality within the Twitter web part. May, they limited. Will. <laughs> they no, will. I, yeah, I think it's kind of hedging the bets that, it's a possibility that it'll it'll work or they'll find a workaround or they'll uh, maybe Twitter will back down and or mm. I don't want to say back down, but we'll change it to where, you know, it's public access. I don't know uh, it. But this is that's why if your web part doesn't work, that's why it doesn't work. Um, mm -hmm. And I've you know, I haven't seen any changes to this whatsoever. So it's probably still going to not work. So it may be time to pull it off of your SharePoint. Yeah. What do you sites? need to do to prepare? <laughs> That's Where exactly it? what it suggests. Yes. If your users are impacted by this issue, they may opt to remove the Twitter part from affected pages. They're probably going to, I yep. would think. Yeah. So uh, moving on to free stuff. Yeah. Give me free courses, Daryl. Free courses. Well, you told us about it in the intro. Um, that we're getting twice as many courses that are free. Uh, okay, what's free? What's free? Update to free LinkedIn courses available via Viva Learning, MC630310. 
Fever Learning as a seeded product, uh, one that you know is available to you that you don't have to pay for, uh, but, but you know you can if you want to get the additional features. The free version of Viva uh, was offering up to 150 free courses via LinkedIn or LinkedIn Learning, uh, and now it is going to be, um, oh sorry, it was 125. Now it's 300. Uh, so this is all part of the Global Skilling Initiative program, the idea being that uh, LinkedIn Learning want to play their part in helping to raise the uh, capabilities of, of people to get more jobs, more opportunities, more learning, be more engaged at work through knowledge. And so as part of that, they're doubling the number of courses. And uh, that will become available early July uh, 2023, completed mid-July. So it probably is there right now. <laughs> yeah. Go and check out uh, the, the Viva, Microsoft Viva Learning module. Uh, if, if your organization is using it, they're very likely to have added it as an app to your team's um, app mm -hmm. bar, your personal app rail. And you can go in there and check out some of the free courses to learn in the flow of work. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. I don't have much more to add to that. It's, it's, I don't either. I didn't actually go in and check out to see um, what is new. But what I did see was, before that, a reasonable spread of interesting content that um, gets you started, and then you probably would consider I don't know, adding, adding uh, a LinkedIn learning account. Well, they, they give you a little bit of nice stuff, and I'm not going to equate it to the thing I'm thinking about right now. Um, but because... <laughs> Anyway, um, but they give you a little bit of nice addicted stuff to, to get you Daniel? addicted. Did you see how we just synchronized, scratched our <laughs> yes, heads as we if did. we were like, like awkward addicted. about what are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's, it's uh, addicted to mannerisms like that. Mm -hmm, um, exactly. I think uh, we've got to finish on something that that uh, I think is quite quite impactful, especially for oh. those who are using Microsoft Lists. Oh, okay. Well, let's do that then. Custom list templates can now include Power Automate flows, MC630307. And you read that right. Custom list templates. So those are the templates that you can create for your organization that are available when someone goes in and wants to create a, a list, whether it's in Microsoft Lists or in a SharePoint list. Remember, they're the same thing. You can select a template and that your organization, you know, creates for you. Well, now, if that process, that list has a, a purpose that includes a Power Automate flow, then you can include it as part of that template for your users for when they create that list. So this is all, you know, new stuff coming along and they're adding even newer update here, including those flows. Um, so remember for, uh, power automate, you need to have a license, you know, to use power automate and, and generally speaking, you can use power automate to connect to Microsoft 365 services as part of a, like an E3 or an E5, um, plan like a Microsoft 365 or office 365 E3 or E5, or you can purchase power automate licensing in uh, over an addition to that or separately um so you're going to need to do that and and then it can be provided and part of those templates which means users can then when they create the list they're going to be prompted for the information for the flow 
but can get started straight away. I, hmm. This is great. I think uh, this is something that, you know, maybe could be even expanded in other areas of power platform integration. Remember when we, on a list, we can integrate with not just Power Automate, but Power Apps, uh, as well as Power BI. So it'll be interesting to see. Maybe there's some stuff coming along. I know nothing. I don't know anything about anything. Um, but Sure you, you know, do. You just, you can't say. No, I don't. I really well, you don't. don't. Not in this. No, not in this. You said I really nothing. don't. You mean nothing in this. Case. <laughs> I'm it, I'm ignorant on this one. Uh, not on this, but you know whether other stuff's happening. But I mean, it, it kind of makes sense now whether it could yeah. actually happen or not. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so targeted release rolling out early July, and expected to be completed mid July. So nowish, and then standard release mid July through late July. So. I'd like to see uh, everyone, you know, putting together these custom list templates and showing off what they can do with uh, workflow with Power Automate as well. That'd be awesome. It's part it, of the way there to creating a, a, a packaged little app, isn't it? Like if, it, your, in, indeed. if your app is the list, but you also yeah. want to do some automation, then it's it's part of the template. That's That's really cool. Exactly. And you know what you could do to show that off? You could tag us. On social media, we're on all the social medias that count, that matter, and at 365MCS, and uh, show us what you're doing. We'd love to, to see those examples, those custom list templates, and uh, once you get the ability to include those flows, we'd love to see what you're doing. That would be awesome. Definitely. Well, yeah. uh, Daniel, that is the show. But you know, It is the I, show. I, I, I did have to... I did have to say that we we must have a chat with with management at mm. M365, uh, rather 365 MCS, and talk about our, our, what is it, social media strategy for this new platform. Uh-huh. Yeah, thread doesn't matter, so I don't know. But we do, you know what does matter, we want to again thank our sponsor for this episode, Cloud Ally. Make sure you go out and start a trial, Cloud Ally. Uh, free trial, fully functional. Go and do that today. Yeah, and we'll be dropping the special episode, the the deeper dive interview mm-hmm. with Cloud Ally shortly. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that on our channel too. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye for now. <laughs>